0: You're listening to A Weird Mimosa.
1: dragon is staring you down your charisma check failed and you're all alone there's only one action to take well maybe two
2: it's a bonus action
1: when the goblins are all around your rogue is dead and the cleric is down it's time to bust out and cast my favorite cantrip my favorite cantrip
2: The one that makes you slow down My
1: favorite cantrip Go zip, bip, bang, fizzle, and boom My favorite cantrip Shoot
2: sparks and colored lights
1: My favorite cantrip Makes dope sounds in yeah. the room Your sidekick has run far away Your familiar's been sent back wild to the Fey. There's only one course to take Make colored sparks and a hasty retreat Toll the bell, and run like hell, and pray to all the gods, for my favorite cantrip.
2: Hey, cantrippers.
1: Hey there,
0: Cantroop <laughs>
2: <laughs> Ooh, you're going big. You're hey. going straight for the cantrip. Hey, cantripe.
0: why not
1: go? Why not go big? Go I mean, big why not just home, start
2: right? with "Hey, League of Cockabee Horkus Porkus"? Is that too big?
1: That's just that's just too big.
2: I've stunned you into silence yeah. for a second there. Yeah. <laughs> so, Lance. So, Reagan. What are we doing here today?
0: I don't know. Oh, you were like. Okay. Go in the room. Get on the microphone. I got something to say. I was like, uh, okay. And then you did like the I, five um, second down hand sign. I do. And you're uh, like, what do you let me, want? Hold on, I, let me
2: let me organize my papers here. I, okay, John Stewart. I do you have some notes?
0: You're about to throw a pencil across the room. Too.
2: <laughs> throw a pencil at the cameraman. Oh, I know. What?
0: We are about to play. <gasps> We are,
2: we are, we are, and I hope that you're aware because the DM's hey, screen is in front of you today, not in front of me.
0: Oh, I thought you just didn't like to look at me anymore.
2: <laughs> Could you get lower oh, behind sorry. the screen? Lower, yeah. lower. Uh-huh. Lo- that that's uh, good. Okay, yeah, good. okay. Good. And look, one of my character's names is on the single card.
0: Yes, take a look, uh, dear Cantrippers, dear listeners, and and look Cantrip? as there is an initiative card. In the slot in the top of the screen.
2: One single, lonely, lone initiative card. Can we just
0: take a second to talk about this dope-ass screen right here?
2: Yeah, I wish you would. Yeah, Yeah, it it was such a nice thing.
0: Um, My friend, David, who plays in one of my parties, got this for me for the holidays. And it's this stained wood, um, really beautiful screen. You
2: could use it as an improvised weapon.
0: I, I think I have used it. It's like a flail. It's got little flaps on the side. I think I could go out and thresh some wheat. Get someone's
2: cheeks in there.
0: Or whap an orc with it, one or the other. Um, but it's got these uh, magnets inset in it. So you can put up any of the things that you want to put up on the inside. And it's got this cool groove where you can put cards on the top. And it comes with these uh, dry erase cards. For it's It's really cool. It's really it's, nice. it's really neat. Yeah. And Lance is going to hide
2: behind it today because he's going to DM
0: I am Destiny
1: Manifest for this <laughs> your trip to
2: I don't know where we're going. Don't well, look at me. I'll
1: have to tell you, I guess. Yeah, I guess so. So uh,
0: that means you're the player character today. I
2: am right? the player character today. And I am rolling out, well, today I am playing Querion Meliomni.
1: Say that five times fast.
2: I could, I'm could. i surprised <laughs> I said it once and I named the character.
1: Uh, let me guess,
0: uh, Querion is a tiefling.
2: <laughs> you know that's not true. Um, Quarion's a half orc? Aquarion is a, a sea
0: elf. Oh, a sea elf. Not
2: just an elf, but a like, sea elf. Like
0: C. Um, That's awesome. Yeah. I'm really excited for Quarion. Uh, what maybe you folks don't know out there in listener land.
2: Listener land, you say?
0: I did. Yeah. I love nautical things.
2: So, th- so loves them. So, so, very much. so loves them.
0: So deeply. And so when Reagan created a sea elf, because it's a sea elf. It is a sea elf. Character. Mm -hmm. I thought, oh yeah. Yeah. We're going deep.
2: That's, (laughs) we always go Uh, deep. We
0: always (laughs) like to go deep. (laughs) I mean, you know, like I said, go deep or go home.
2: As soon as I rolled one up and went, I think this character should be a sea elf. I was like, oh, that's going to be where Lance starts. And sure enough. Sure enough. Here we are.
0: Are you ready to get into it? Sure. (laughs) <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> Welcome to Angharvan, the rocky coastal region of hills and meadows and cliffs that surround Lechrun, a 200-mile-long tidal estuary at the mouth of the Great River. In the Lech, islands and mudflats and grey water conceal the beauty below, where giant kelp forests, cold-water coral groves, and majestic mansions of black granite cradle the coves and homes of darting colorful fish, mysterious creatures, and entire towns and villages underwater. You, Quarian, live here. Or you did. Not yet a week now, invaders clouded in inky darkness came and destroyed your home and all that was in it. All you remember is a chaos of blood and violence, and then the shark people, Sawagan, led by I hate them. Malenti. Mm. When you wake
2: Liars, they wear
0: false faces too. When you wake Floating, injured All of Erelthwin was gone Coral, stone, kelp Nothing but bare Level sand Making a temporary camp On the shore of the island Near where Erelthwin was built You ponder and wonder Are your people alive? What happened?
2: Where is everyone?
0: What now? You stare across the water at the distant mudflats, and wonder, and plot, your revenge.
2: I feel so much rage. This is not normal for me.
0: <laughs> Quarian, tell us about yourself.
2: Well, I am, uh, you know, fair to middle in age, uh, for a elf. I'm not old, um, you know, I'm, I'm an adult, though. My intention has always been to just be of my community. Um, I, I prefer the comfort of a school of fish in a in a kelp forest over um, other people.
0: You sound like you're being interviewed by the local TV news station, and you're a little lost for words.
2: I, I am because Quarian, my Quarian. Entire... Tell, tell us what happened here. Oh, please, please, I I feel so emotional, and I I don't want my are emotions you about to cry? can't cameras.
0: <laughs> get in, get in, get in. Um, thank, C- catch catch th- the tear.
2: Thank God I'm underwater. <laughs> <laughs> I I am um, a little lost for words right you, now.
0: You can see elf tears underwater, dear listeners.
2: <laughs> no, you can't.
0: <laughs> I'm not crying, you're crying.
2: So my, and I, I have been working for some time to develop my own school of, of fish, uh, which I, I like to herd and spend time with. Um, but now that my people are gone... I feel great rage inside. I, I feel uncertain about what to do with that rage. I am um, a herder, not a fighter. And I, uh, I would like to swim off with the fish and spend some time examining my emotions. But I don't feel like I can do that because the rage, the rage is there.
0: This has been Spot News, talking to Melly Emney. Quarian, do you have any idea what happened here?
2: None whatsoever. I uh thank thank you for asking. Um no, I I I was fighting. It was it was a chaos of blood <laughs> and inky darkness. <laughs> and um there I got There might
0: even have been some cones of violence we some, understand. There may
2: have been some. Co- <laughs> <laughs> um but uh I I was fighting and I got knocked out and when I came to not only was I alone, but my entire village was gone as if it had never been i know this is where it was right here it was it was right here but um i i don't know where anyone is i haven't been able to find anyone and um i'm feeling very very unhappy and alone
0: Quarian, you are sitting on an island the ruins of your home below you the sun setting to your left now you are familiar with some degree of your surroundings again you live in a tidal estuary at the mouth of a great river at the end of the estuary to the sea there are rocky cliffs along the shoreline there are shoals and reefs that keep the estuary safe from the darkness of the open sea there are several
2: islands
0: there are several islands uh, in the estuary. It's 200 miles long and 100 miles wide. It's, a, it's very big. And kind of in the middle of it, at low tide, there's an enormous series, miles long and wide, of mudflats uh, that extend out for uh, four hours a day in, in two separate uh, increments during, during low tide. You and your people, your village of Arelthwin was on the seabed between one of these large flats and, and an island. And of course you you and your people spent time in the sea, uh, on this island where you would get berries and fruits and maybe do a little farming or hunting. and then out on the mud flats where the clam beds and the oyster beds uh, are, and uh, fantastic scavenging as ships and vessels hit the mud flats and break open.
2: I once found a chest of gold.
0: You did, indeed. You didn't know what to do with it, but no, you No, I gave it. it all away. Yes. There are the um, several small villages of lizard folk on the mudflats. You and your people don't have a great relationship, but you've interacted occasionally. There is a large walled town of humanoids on the west bank of the estuary by the banks of the small uh, river they are actively hostile towards you, what they call the sea devils. Towards the south, at the mouth of the great river, there's an entirely different series of settlements based on a crannog that sticks out into the water and a long causeway where the people who live um, on this crannog and by these banks uh, worship the sea and the water and look upon you and your people as emissaries of goodness. And they throw sacrifices into the water. Um, Thank which, you. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you and your people uh, will will take when uh, necessary. Uh, and it's frequently how you've armed yourselves or gotten coin or things to, to That's trade. where I got both of my swords. It is. Um, and uh, their small settlements uh, uh, are... are centered around that Cranog and some religious. And that's kind of the boundary of, of your world. You've heard that there is a larger settlement of your people, much further towards the open ocean, off the bank of a large island. You've never been there. It's well beyond the mudflats. And reputedly, they are haughty and proud uh, there. You don't have much dealings with the people in the walled town. Um, but between your settlement, the mudflats, the lizard folk, and the people of the Cranog uh, near near the mouth of the river, uh, you've got um, a couple hundred square miles of, of of land there. And you've spent your three hundred years developing your fish. And
2: they're very pretty.
0: It's taken you a while. Why has it taken you three hundred years to get a school of fish?
2: Well, I mean, not to get a school of fish. I've been developing them. I've been breeding them for, for beauty oh, and wisdom. Oh, it's a
0: breeding program. Uh,
2: yes. And, um, wisdom, you say? Yeah, they're very smart fish.
0: Well, are they smart or are they wise?
2: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> No, they—they—they're—they're uh, they're mighty hunters in the ocean uh, for such pretty things, and um, I'm very proud of them. Uh, they're a completely new species; no one's ever seen them before, and um, and you—you you can see their beautiful formations from far away. They're very aesthetic in the way that they swim; they create living sculpture, um, even as they hunt.
0: Yes, so your people have just <laughs> been wiped out.
2: <laughs> you asked me about my fish. They're very and important
0: to me. And you are sitting on the banks of this island, looking out over the four or five miles of ocean to where the mudflats would be, where your people used to live.
2: I'm not crying. You're
0: crying. What, what do you do?
2: Well, I'm, uh, I'm sitting there feeling really uncertain and really bad, but I've looked all around, and... Um, can't find any evidence of my people, and I I don't really know what to do. So I spend a minute uh, looking over toward um, that motorboat that just went by. <laughs> <laughs> um, I spend a minute looking over toward the mudflats and consider approaching the lizard folk. I consider going back down to where my village was just to check again. I look over toward the west, uh, toward the walled town, and immediately wonder if those humanoids had something somehow to do with the sawagan and sharks that killed all my peep. So I'm weighing in my mind, should I approach the Cranog people? And I also stare out to sea for a minute and consider what it would mean to swim out to the deeper ocean and approach a group of sea elves I don't know. And then I find myself lost in uncertainty again
0: for a moment. You have indeed searched around, um, but you've only searched the immediate area of where your village and its underwater hunting grounds were. Clearly you remember Sawagan and Malenti coming, but you don't remember necessarily where they came from, were they led by anybody, or where they might have gone. Um, and in your grief and your thinking about your your fish, you you did indeed forget for a moment that you actually know several of the people of Cranog. Do I? <laughs> um, Go
2: me. <laughs>
0: Kranog uh, Sishta.
2: I'm gonna need a spelling list. Well,
0: you're not gonna get it right now. <laughs> You are slightly acquainted with several of the folk of Cranog sishta Again, your people spend time up underwater and above water. They fish. They spend time. You've, you've encountered them before. Okay. Um, so the question, I guess, becomes, what are you seeking? Are you seeking information about what happened? Or are you seeking revenge? Or are you just seeking to, to start anew?
2: I think at this point, I'm. revenge is in my mind, but I do have enough self-awareness. I'm not without some wisdom, and I I consider that as much as I would like to pursue vengeance, I can't do it alone. I I am, as I said, I'm a herder, not a fighter, and I may have to learn how to be a fighter. I recognize that because I have a deep and slow-burning rage inside me. But I can't do it alone. So I need information. I need to know what happened. I need to know where the Sawagin spend time and who might be willing to help me figure out why they destroyed my village. We're a peaceful village. We were not raiders that would go take on Sawagin. Why, why would they do this to us? Why would they send their horrible, lying, masked-faced versions to, to kill us? And where us? have they
0: gone? Even the coral groves that your people made their homes in are, are gone. It's just bare sand.
2: It makes no sense. We did nothing to these people.
0: So, given that avenging your community and finding those who survived drives you, uh, (laughs) where do you think you might go to seek this this information? And I certainly don't mean to give the impression that this estuary is somehow desolate. It's not. There are people who make their living from from the water. There are people who make their living on the mudflats. From different areas, also the uh, ship graveyard uh, on the eastern end of the mudflats, where vessels who either had bad luck, or incompetent crews, uh, or just didn't know where they were and had bad charts, uh, frequently uh, thinking there was a channel, got driven onto the mudflats over the centuries and, and, and broken up. If there are any survivors of their of your people, where do you think they may be?
2: Well. I think that what I'd like to do is do one more sweep of the village. Although I right. feel like it's fruitless, I feel drawn to look one more time and see if anyone is there. Maybe I can pick up some trail and it will give me some instincts. After that, I'm kind of feeling drawn to the Cranog to see if maybe I can find some information or allies.
0: You know it's a big job, but that doesn't daunt you. You've already examined... The environs of the village two or three times it's taken you i'm
2: worried that i was grief blind at it's that taken point you... Time.
0: you may have been there may be something small that that you overlooked so as you stand up and prepare to um get back in uh the water you can tell that uh, the tide is is flowing out and soon the the, the mud flats will be exposed where do you st- Dart.
2: I think I'd like to start at the at the mudflat end of our hunting grounds. Mm. Um, I know that the mudflats themselves aren't likely to be somewhere where the Sawagan and the sharks attacked us. Um, I think I'll since the tide is going out, I'll start there and work my way into the water. Uh, but I'd like to do kind of a a large ring, starting on the land side.
0: Awesome. So you uh, you jump in. It's gonna take you a while to get over to the mud and it's about four miles from where you are now. Uh, swimmy, swimmy, swimmy. Uh, your way over there. I'm a there. very good swimmer. You are a very good swimmer. And uh, towards the mud flat area which was a hunting ground indeed for your people because there were, uh, there are, rich beds of clams and oysters and kelp that grew up uh, there in, in rich beds that made wonderful food as well. Your, your mouth starts to get a little a little salivacious as you think about the wonderful kelp salads with uh, oysters my that favorite you enjoyed yep yeah
2: there's nothing better than a freshly caught oyster just pop it right in your mouth with
0: a little sea salt on it
2: <laughs> yeah, you can't avoid the sea salt it's, you, you really uh, can't it's the ocean
0: yeah it's the grit that's the best part really so uh, once i found a pearl did you eat it i did how was it
2: delicious
0: people eat crushed up pearls did you know that
2: I didn't know that.
0: Yeah. We're supposed to do something for you. I don't remember what it is. <laughs> Google it, Boomer.
2: <laughs> don't you Boomer
0: me. <laughs> uh, okay, so, uh, Aquarian, uh, please roll a perception check for me.
2: Perception? I got a 12. Okay. The sound of my feet slapping in the mud reminds me of walking oh, you're, with you're my walking friends and fi- On can, the sea bottom. No, I guess I'm swimming. I'm sorry. I thought the mudflats had been exposed. Uh, you made it sound like we well, were low tide. you're still swimming there yet. Okay, so the sound of my feet going <laughs> behind me reminds me of my family and my friends. And I'm a little distracted, so I'm not as perceptive as I might have been.
0: It's true. It's true. And um, you're seeing uh, definitely some signs of your fish friends. Stretching over several miles of seafloor and shore as you swim over it, you remember that uh, Arelthwin was a safe haven for the band of elves who called it home, away from the deep sea and its encroaching dark, as well as from the unfriendly eyes of the shore. On the mudflats, searching for washed-up treasures and clams, to the shores and beaches of the island for basking and the fruits of the land, the soft sand and kelp beds and carven coral of Arelthwin is now all gone give me two investigation checks please
2: one of them is an 11 but the other one is a
0: 22. 22. oddly the water is strangely disturbed and a little mucky why would it be like this it's a little darker and colder than you're used to it being it's a little difficult to see through as you kind of search the seabed as you it's
2: very dark today this doesn't make any sense it It was clear coming out here (laughs)
0: As you get there, you can see, thank goodness, thank Deep seshellus your goddess.
2: Easy for you to say.
0: Deep Sechelis. Uh-huh. <laughs> Sechelis. Um See, if
2: you were more devout, you could pronounce that correctly.
0: <laughs> if only I were a sea elf. And I don't even know why I was bringing up Deep Se- Sechelis, but thank Deep Sechelis, you, I'm just gonna keep saying it over and over. <laughs> uh, you are seeing um, some of your some of your your herd, uh, your flock. Oh, oh, all is not lost.
2: It's my herd. Oh, and I rush over to them, and well, um, it's
0: not like they're all sitting there in a group like sheep waiting for you they're fish they're swimming around
2: (laughs) but I swim over to in the direction where they are. it's
0: going to take you some time in fact probably two more levels before you're able to gather them all to you
2: (laughs) (laughs) well I guess what I mean is that I start to greet them and do the strange guppy noises what does that sound like it's a that um draws them around
0: uh and um they
2: seem really spooked they don't they don't seem to want to approach
0: um, they are a little spooked, but uh, again, uh, with your 22, you, you get a good feeling that, that you will be able to remake your herd. All is not lost there. Oh, thank um, goodness. You also see that the clam and oyster beds have been tremendously disturbed.
2: Who would do that? That's horrible. In
0: fact, they look almost ravaged.
2: I would like to investigate that more closely closely or maybe do an insight to see why somebody would trash let's do an
0: insight you've already you've already rolled your investigation and okay. see what you're going to see
2: i want to see if i can figure out because nobody that i know what could possibly be this hungry 14
0: 14 it's true uh your people are known for their uh sustainability practices uh and their responsible fisheries yeah they really are um, and it just would never occur. I mean, you just have to preserve it for the rest of all time. I why mean, would you
2: destroy something that you, doesn't make any sense?
0: I mean, even our puka shell necklaces we farm sustainably.
2: <laughs> the health of the sea indicates the health of the whole world. You have to, you
0: have to be paying attention. Uh, you find small bits of microplastics in it. <laughs> what is this? <laughs> My rage is kindled anew. <laughs> it would never occur to you and your people to wipe out a food source like this however you find a shark tooth oh no they didn't embedded in the mud and it does occur to you that not all peoples have the same sense of responsibility that you do some people will destroy things just for the pleasure of destroying it and denying it to others not because they need it themselves
2: why would they do this? There are so many things that live here, and I mean, even the clams and the oysters themselves have a right to. Oh, I'm horrified! I'm
0: horrified! Deep Sechelles agrees with you.
2: I am um, take that shark tooth and weave it onto the necklace that I'm wearing that has several other shark teeth. Roll that a I've d6, in the past. Three.
0: Okay, it is wickedly sharp, but you managed to uh, uh get it onto your, to your little memento necklace. And um, you keep exploring the, the, uh, the clam beds as the tide recedes, and you, you kind of uh, clamber out uh, onto uh, the mudflats. And it's just, it's like claws or something thrashed and tore and just, and just ripped out these beds that, that your people have been husbanding for 2,000 years.
2: Do I have any sense of, um, will they be able to recover?
0: Make a nature check for me. Just look, all, dear listener, we're getting all the, all the checks.
2: checks. <laughs> uh, Nineteen.
0: Nineteen, with some. Uh, the, of course we will. We're talking about this. Su- is our village. This right? is our home. In a century or two of successful management, that, that yes, they, they will begin to recover. And as you uh, look out over the mudflats, uh, again, it is it is low tide, and you can see some activity over the uh, couple of miles that you can see there's you see uh, over there there's a small group of some sort of beings <laughs> i mean you can't they're too far away you oh, know okay. they could be lizard folk they could be humans halflings you don't know um but there's there's some movement out on the flats it's not like it's malibu on a saturday afternoon but uh These things are frequented by crabs and eels and people looking for salvage and clams and food and and what have you.
2: I know everyone is far from me, but am I able to clock whether anyone else is noticing the damage?
0: I can't. No one around. Now you have no way of knowing whether maybe other people in the past week since your since your village was destroyed have maybe have maybe noticed this. You haven't come out to this end yet.
2: Right, right. I think that I would like to retreat um, deeper into the water okay. and look at the... Uh, and now that I've seen these claw marks and found the sharp tooth and um, seen this damage and uh, the rage has been rekindled inside my heart, as I look around and see these other humanoid beings i i don't feel ready to talk to anyone else just yet i i don't i don't want to have a conversation yet I, I want to go see what i can find
1: okay
0: so you head back down uh to where your village was and and do some more searching around yes uh what are you looking for
2: evidence of what happened and or what uh, direction the sawagan may have come from or headed
0: toward how do you do that as a sea elf ranger under the water? Kind of give me your take on on what that's like. Do you have a favorite terrain? I
2: have something called Natural Explorer. I chose coast and water, obviously.
0: What is your favorite enemy? It's a wagon Okay. <laughs> Please. So, mechanics aside, here's what I'm going to say, because Natural Explorer says that while tracking other creatures, you also learn their exact number their sizes, and how long ago they passed through the area.
2: Right. But water moves.
0: Right. I don't know how you do that as a, as an underwater sea elf. Unless you want to tell me, I'm just going to say you can do it. Okay. And we won't worry about the mechanics of how you do it. Okay. <laughs> okay. Fair enough. Uh, also, with favored uh, enemy, uh, you have advantage on wisdom survival checks to track them, as well as on intelligence checks to recall information about them so as you swim down into the deeper water and this little saddle between the mud flats and this island really isn't very deep it it rarely even approaches 100 feet deep Mm -hmm. you're still in kind of the the twinkling sunlit lair uh, of of the upper water and
2: my fish sparkle so beautifully when really the sunlight do. dapples through the water. They're
0: gold and yellow and orange and silver and all kinds of wonderful kind of coppery browns, because of course you've been breeding them for for look right for dapple for of yeah. course
2: wisdom and beauty
0: right. Unfortunately, in this case, you don't have to get that deep.
2: <laughs> we we normally go deep.
0: You should hers, stay shallow here.
2: But we're gonna stay shallow. Stay
0: shallow. And hey Lance. Stay shallow. <laughs> what you can't see, dear listener, is she just give me the hang ten symbol. I don't know why you're a surfer, but I'm rolling with it. Literally. What you Literally doing? rolling with it. What you I'm peeing it? in you, a cup. You're peeing in a cup over Peeing in a cup. Make uh, one intelligence save and then a uh, survival check with advantage.
2: Six on the intelligence save. Ooh, one of them was a not one.
0: Oh, hey. <laughs>
2: <Ooh>. <laughs> Woo,
0: So, 18. 18, cool. Quarian, you've been over this, quote, ground several times already. And you are starting to feel a little despair and a bit of hopelessness. I feel
2: so much despair.
0: And... At that moment, as your attention kind of, you're no longer laser focused on the ground below you, your attention starts to wander, you actually catch something. What's that? On the ground, out of the corner of your eye. Oh,
2: I should go look at that. What is that? I didn't notice that before. And I go to look at it.
0: And in the shelter of some, some rises in the seabed here, you guess that Maybe this has been protected from the current this whole time.
2: Oh, look at that. Oh, what a perfect little hiding space.
0: You see uh, what are clearly some sort of tracks. Something has moved through here. Oh, would you look at that? It's not feet. And it has headed generally northeast towards the mudflats. Oh, my. Towards the area of the mudflats where the ship graveyard is.
2: Can I do... Either a nature or investigation or something to see if I can tell what it was.
0: I'll let you make a nature check. Okay. I'll just tell you the DC on this is going to be pretty high because I don't think there's any way that the Aquarian will know what this is. Sixteen. Okay. It looks like something long and wide has been dragged.
2: Ooh, dragging something along the. Like, sea like floor.
0: maybe something was laid out on a on a kelp blanket and pulled
2: and it went toward the uh, it's graveyard.
0: it's it's heading towards the kind of the eastern edge of the mudflats and within only about 20 feet as the seafloor kind of even's out again the, the tracks disappear the track. as the current has washed it away but right at the edge of that you see something that could only have belonged to one of your people <gasps> a brooch
2: <gasps> i know that brooch
0: you do because you gave it to your best friend, Shava Hanali.
2: Shava, that's Shava's bro. Oh no! Oh no! I, and I immediately begin uh, following. I, I do a quick geometry and a little uh, trigonometry, little, some
0: conic sections. Yeah, yeah, and
2: and realize that I need to go to the uh, ship graveyard, and um, I I pick up the brooch, and um, and attach it to my clothing, and say. I shall find you, Shava. Uh, Oh, oh my goodness. Oh, if Shava is still alive, what if Shava's not alive? I can't think about that right now. And um, I I head off toward the graveyard.
0: And um, it's lucky that you found it because again, it was at the end of this this long area that looked like something had been dragged uh, and it it, it was pressed down into the sea uh, at the edge. And thankfully the current had, it's clear that it had been buried in the sand, but being on the edge of that, just it just barely got covered. So yes, you you've got the uh, bronze brooch that you gave to Shaba.
2: Okay.
0: Um. Okay. So uh, you're going to head towards the ship graveyard.
2: The direction that the dragging seemed to be going. That's where I was doing the geometry. Right. And the brooch is on that path. So my, I I feel strongly drawn.
0: And uh, again, keep in mind that um, that track was only about twenty or thirty feet long, and it and it died out. And the ship graveyard is. About 15 miles from where you are now.
2: Well, I'm just going to keep going that direction because I have no other
0: leads. Are you going to go through the water or are you going to uh, make your way across the mudflats?
2: I think that what I'd like to do is take the path that seems the most direct from the equation that I did. So what would be the straightest line is kind of what I'm thinking because I want to investigate along the way to see see... If they didn't go along a straight line, then I'll I'll work that out when I get there. But it seems like they were going on a straight line in the small amount that I could see, and I don't know what else to do (laughs) because that's not the kind of, you know, person that I've been up to this point. So I'm learning (laughs) as I go, but a straight line between point A and point B makes sense in a way.
1: Okay.
0: So the straight line is basically going to take you over some of the mud flat, then back down into the water, then so on. So you uh, kind of um, climb out of this area.
2: And I'm attempting to perceive or investigate as I go to see if I see any evidence that I'm on the right path or the um, wrong path.
0: I'm going to have you do uh, survival checks because that's what your ranger feature relies mm-hmm. on. Yep. And that's the tracking mechanic. So you can certainly also perceive if you want to kind of be aware of of nope, what's going on fine. around as well. You uh, kind of stride up onto the mud flats. It's fairly empty now as the tide is starting to come back in. You've been down underwater for a couple of hours, but uh, the water never gets more than two or three feet deep over these over these mud shoals anyway. Hence the graveyard. Go ahead and make another survival check with advantage for me.
2: Uh, 16.
0: 16. Okay. You uh, move on for about an, another hour. I'm assuming you're moving slowly so you can kind of investigate. Yes, definitely. Um, uh, you move on for about another hour. There's water lapping at the uh, over your ankles. You find another area that deep grooves were made in the mud here. Um, I
2: get very excited because um, I'm tracking effectively and I feel really good about that. (laughs) And I'm thinking about Shava and how I'd like to tell her about what I did. And then I get sad and then I get happy thinking that maybe I could find her and that maybe she's still alive, but I don't really know. So I get very excited when I see that. um, I wish I could tell my fish, but they're under the water.
0: They are. They don't do well on the surface of the land. No. No. Not, not so far.
2: Not so far.
0: Yes, yeah, so you find deep grooves cut in the mud, almost like maybe a large piece of stone or coral was dragged this way. What is this? I don't
2: understand this at all.
0: As you keep going, you are approaching uh, the edge of this, this kind of mud flat. You're going to have to jump into the water and, and swim over to the next one. You hear... Rapid movements behind you!
2: Oh my goodness! And I turn around Roll to initiative. face what's coming. Fifteen.
0: You turn just in time to see two of the largest crabs you've ever seen in your life.
2: Oh my god! Um, Ooh, I haven't eaten dinner.
0: And normally, <laughs> do you have any butter? <laughs> Tell me you've got a jug of alchemy that can dispense <laughs> melted butter.
2: No one lets me have a jug of alchemy. <laughs>
0: You probably don't eat a whole lot of butter down below the sea either.
2: No, we prefer a nice alien.
0: They are uh, approaching quickly. They're both about 30 feet away from you. Those
2: are really big crabs.
0: One directly behind, one... Uh... Hello, friends. Oh, you're not friendly. Um, they are clearly coming to, to eat you.
2: I, what, I normally were, I'm friends with, cra- okay, 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 so, um...
0: And obviously you were distracted, or you would have noticed their shells sticking out, uh, I was looking
2: for drag marks.
0: You did not. So, they are, uh, actually have higher initiative than you. Of course they do. Um, they rolled a 17, you rolled a 15. Uh, they are going to take that turn to get closer to you.
2: How close to me are they? Uh, there.
0: they're now within about 10 feet.
2: Oh, oh my...
0: And they're approaching from two different sides one kind of here and one kind of there okay so it is your turn what do you do
2: i am uh... <laughs> oh oh that's not nice at all no i don't like that
0: imagine zoidberg
2: <laughs> oh no <laughs> so i am going to just uh shing pull out my short swords okay
0: and I'm gonna melee these guys
2: I'm gonna pull out my short swords and I'm going to attack I'm going to take um, my regular attack on whichever one looks larger and my offhand attack on the other one
0: well the larger win is kind of to your left are you right-handed or left-handed
2: apparently I'm left-handed
0: you don't have to be You can be ambidextrous if you want.
2: I'm ambidextrous. I'm an undersea creature.
0: (laughs) So if you attack the one that's larger, you're going to be attacking your left. And with your left offhand, I mean, you can do that.
2: Sure. I'm going to stab this way and then swing around and slash that way. Uh,
0: Make your uh, attack rolls, please. And for those listening at home, the offhand attack is a bonus action.
2: 15 and with
0: um, which one with which attack
2: uh, the first attack the is main 15 attack. yes okay that's a hit and uh the second attack is 11
0: your bonus action offhand attack will miss clangs off its off its carapace oh shoot but your main hand hits
2: thank goodness it's my main hand Aww, dang 4 4 total yeah
0: um you managed to to stick your short sword in a in a junction between uh, a couple of its of its plates and and little bits of of kind of protoplasmic goo kind of squirt out of the junction.
2: I would find that gross if it didn't smell delicious.
0: <laughs> does raw crab smell delicious? Does no, raw it, living crab smell delicious? It does when you're a sea elf. Oh, that's true. Well, it's good it eating. So they are going to uh, try and grab you with their claws. Yeah, they are. Uh, and possibly grapple you.
2: I can't really um, use any of my movements, so I guess I'll stay where I am. You can use your
0: movement. You'll just take an opportunity.
2: Yeah, I'm not going to take an opportunity attack. Okay. I'm quite I'm just squishy. Gonna,
0: just going to stand there.
2: Well, I'm, I've got my sword stuck in one of them, and I'm feeling pretty good about that, so I'm going to hold my
0: position. <laughs> OK. They have just kind of a little tick, 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 tick on one side, but then an enormous ah, (laughs) ah, claw on the other. Mm -hmm, And -hmm. that's the one uh, that they each come for you.
2: I like it. Uh, That is
0: a a 19 to hit. Oh my God. And a nine to hit.
2: One hits, one does not.
0: Um, You are going to take two points of bludgeoning damage, but you were grappled as this claw grabs your your tiny little elven body around the middle <laughs> oh
2: i'm a very small see
0: <laughs> uh and uh yes you are grappled
2: oh this is this is not good
0: which means your speed becomes zero you can end the effect by trying to escape the grapple with your action or you can not uh it's your turn
2: the one that has me grappled yes. um i am feeling it's that- the
0: one you stuck your sword in
2: no good I am uh, going to.
0: Its put... eye stalks look particularly menacing.
2: <laughs> I am going to. I'm going to put both attacks on it. I'm gonna. I'm gonna just stab at it with all of the lack of mercy that I have.
0: Okay. Make your main hand attack and your bonus hand attack.
2: Okay. My main hand. That's a dirty twenty.
0: Oh, awesome! And I love dirty twenties. My
2: bonus is a twelve.
0: So dirty twenties are so deep.
2: So deep. A that's, twelve. That's when you go deep.
0: Uh, you're gonna miss with your bonus action again. Uh, but you definitely hit with your with your main hand.
2: Uh so 6 points of damage. 6 points. Oh,
0: you find a weak plate in its in its head armor and uh, stick your sword in there and it starts. <laughs> kind of, it's still grappling you in in the claw. But Ow. It's definitely you've hit a nerve bundle or something.
2: Well thank goodness for
0: that. It will Go ahead and attack you with its little ding, ding,
2: ding, ding, ding other claw. <laughs> its a little ding, ding, ding.
0: Its a little ding, ding, ding. And the other giant crab will also attack. That's going to be a, a nine to hit with a ding, 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 and which is going to miss. But that is a dirty 22 on Oof. the other one.
2: Nasty. Nasty. It's it's very unpleasant to be very attacked by a,
0: by a large crab. Fortunately, both of these guys have rolled minimum damage so far. <laughs>
2: Thank goodness, for I
0: have so few hit points. So that's another two points of damage.
2: Excellent. N- am I now doubly grappled?
0: You are now doubly <laughs> grappled, indeed. And, dang it, if it doesn't look like maybe they might not try and tear you in half.
2: That's not... Th-
0: don't do that! <laughs> Well, I hate it when crabs try and tear me in half.
2: I am going to uh, poke once at each of them. Great. So my main attack is going to... Is on which one? Uh, is on the the one that I've hit a nerve bundle okay. on.
0: Okay. Um,
2: and that one, that's fantastic. That's going to be a 19, so 24. Awesome. And the, You stick
0: it, you're like, nerve bundle? <laughs> and you stick it right in there again.
2: And that's exactly where I need to poke. I'm right. gonna just poke my sword right back in there. Ah, that's ah. And ah. The, the offhand attack is going to be a twenty-two. Ooh,
0: that also hits. Woohoo! All right, so roll your damage for the main hand first.
2: Okay, main hand. Don't forget
0: that gets your damage bonus. Is a six. Six. Regan.
2: Finish Quarian. the crab. Quarian.
0: Quarian. Quarian. <laughs> finish the crab.
2: I I stick my sword in and I think to myself if there's a nerve bundle in there, I should twist. (laughs) That makes sense. And I stick my sword in and I twist and (laughs) and it stops moving.
0: Uh, And as you pull your sword back out you actually pull that nerve bundle with it and both both its eyes come out too.
2: Oh, look at that. Oh, okay. And I fling that over my shoulder.
0: (laughs) and And but the one claw lets you go.
2: I am I am ungrappled by one, but I appear to still be grappled by the other, and on that one I roll a four.
0: <laughs> four. Yes. Okay. And that does not include your damage bonus, right? Nope. Because that was your off. No. Awesome. Uh, okay, this one crab still—they're not very smart. It's going to keep uh, attacking you. It's going to attack you with its other claw now.
2: The ding, 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 ding,
0: ding, ding, ding. ding, ding. Uh, that's a 17, that's a dirty 20.
2: Oh, yes, that's definitely going to hit.
0: It rolled that again.
2: Woo, thank goodness. Fortunately
0: for you. That is two more points of bludgeoning damage.
2: Keep using those dice And when you, you roll are
0: st- still grappled.
2: I'm starting to feel like this is just my natural state. I'm not <laughs> sure if I really like this. So I am going to roll two attacks. Again, on the remaining one that seemed to work, I'm gonna try to go for that Nerve Bundle again. The main hand is a 16, ooh, and the off hand is a 23. They both hit. Yes. So my main hand attack is going to be a six. (laughs) Awesome. And my off hand attack, ooh, is going to be a
0: five. Aquarian, how do you finish the crab?
2: Well, I, I attempt a repeat with a little bit of garlic too. <laughs> I attempt a repeat of what I just did, so I stick for that nerve bundle, I twist <laughs> and I attempt to pull it out. And
0: um it gets a little stuck this time. You only get like half the bundle. The the shell is real crusty. It, it it's kind of a mess, but yeah.
2: And um I look down at, at the two crab bodies and i I think what a waste of perfectly good meat, but I need. I need to keep going on. I. I guess I'll leave these for the, other crabs. And, and then I take a moment and look around to see if I see any other you giant crabs. And see some
0: little eye stalks. I
2: decide to move. You know, it's 60, 90,
0: 120 feet in there.
2: I'll just leave these here for you. Please don't attack me. And I move. I. Hey,
0: hey, friend. <laughs> hey, friend. H- Hello. You got any butter for that? <laughs> <laughs> You hear, wow, you hear a voice.
2: Uh, I I don't I don't have butter. Uh, hello.
0: Um, and as you kind of look around, you see, oh, a couple hundred yards away out on the water, because you were near the end of this mudflat in a in a small boat, you see a small figure, um, with with oars, and he's got a hand up like this, and go, hey, hey, Fran, good job, that was pretty impressive. Hello. Hi. Would uh, are you a fisher person? Do, do you uh, not really. Do you need a hand? Uh, you, you've got a you've got a claw wrapped around you there. Oh oh
2: oh! And I kind of take it off like it's a skirt. Um, no, I, I I've managed to kill it, and I pick up the nerve bundle and and shake the gooey oh, nerve bundle. Oh, See, I I got oh, this out that's of terrible. it. Yes, oh, yes, I oh. you know. Uh, I, I, what? Wh- hi. Let, let me get a little closer. Oh, okay, you're not you, gonna you kill- You okay with that?
0: You're, you're yeah. not gonna stab me, are you? I I don't plan to- you're not gonna stab me, are you? Oh heavens no, I'm not out here to stab anybody. Oh great, uh, would Would you like one or both of these crabs?
1: Well, only if you'll share
0: it with me. Well, certainly.
1: And that's where we'll end our play today.
0: Oh man, I feel crabby. You should feel crabby. Let's get some butter.
1: All right, Reagan, I guess uh yeah,
2: yeah I guess uh I guess that's where we're pushing pause. I
0: guess so. so we're we cut this play session into two so yeah, we
2: did. there's just too much content. <laughs> we went
0: deep whoa <laughs> we always go deep. <laughs> okay beavis uh (laughs) so i guess we'll have to talk about cantrips
1: and the play session
0: after the end of the next uh the next
2: i mean mud flats
1: oh my okay (laughs) we'll catch you on the flip side cantrippers
2: have a great day cantrips and don't forget yep i don't know (laughs) you forgot already i did i did hey i'd like to send a little love out To the League of Cockabee Horcus Porcus, because we haven't mentioned them lately.
1: Have we mentioned them at all?
2: We have.
0: Well, we have now. You know, League League members. Our League. It's almost like a guild artisan.
2: What? (laughs) I know there's some glass blowers out there.
0: It's just too far. Yeah, absolutely, Reagan. You're absolutely right. I'd like to thank all of you cantrippers, all of you in the Cantrip of the Month Club, the Cantroop, and especially the League of Cockapie, Horkus Porkus. Uh Shout out to you all.
2: We'll see you on the flip side. Hey, Reagan, oh, uh, where can
0: everybody done. support us? Speaking of all those things.
2: I'm glad you asked. Yes. Um, they can definitely find us on Patreon absolutely. Uh, at My Favorite Cantrip. Where else can they find us? Uh,
0: follow us on Twitter at myfavecantrip. M Y F A V C A N T R I P. Reagan, where can people find you on Instagram?
2: Well, on Instagram, they can find me at the underscore goddess divine. Where can they find you?
0: I on Instagram am at destiny underscore manifest. Yeah, you are. All right. We'll, we'll see, see you, you next later. time. Bye. This has been another weird mimosa.